Hello, hello. It has been a minute since I've been here. Um, I believe my last podcast was November 2nd and regarding Halloween. So we've had quite a bit happen in the last couple of months. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and all the fun events in between. Um, Hope everyone is having a safe and happy New Year and that your holidays were happy we're happy um and not so dramatic but uh, yeah so i'm back and as i stated when i started this i can't guarantee when i'll have an episode um life has been a bit crazy as you all know i've been unemployed since august that seems to be turning around um with the new year i just signed a contract with an agency that's international and i get to work on my own um so i'll be an independent contractor full-time but make my you know it's like running my own thing so that's great and a couple others who want me to contract with them as well so grateful for those um things coming in and have a list of things I want to change this year and accomplish and I'm just you know taking it day by day so I don't overwhelm myself um I do need to focus on my health that I have not and I'm just not happy with where I'm at um in that regard so that is at the forefront but anyway I know you know the title of this whole podcast is co-parenting and and it's still about that but it's everything co-parenting parenting um you know life so i don't know if i need to change the title but we'll, we'll just go with it for now um since halloween as i mentioned we had the holidays and this is the first um time ember has had both of us together overnight in the same home uh, i believe for a while uh for christmas and my mom came and stayed and it was because that's always been a tradition as well And that was really nice and, you know, spent time with his mom um, for all of Christmas Eve. Uh, So that was really good, too. And then she came over later on Christmas Day and it just worked out really well. And I was really grateful for that. Um, So, you know, first Christmas as a co-parenting family living together in the books and and, and it was good. Um, And, you know, really relieves the stress of having her need to be in a couple of places. I did that growing up and it's never fun. Um, So really did appreciate that stress being eliminated. And then, you know, just like I said, um, job searching and he's had some things come up with his work. And so it's been a little stressful financially and emotionally and we've been navigating through it. Things come up, we've had our arguments, we've had our disagreements. There are times where we have those and I'm like, why am I doing this? I am not in a relationship. I do not need to, you know, listen to this and he doesn't either. So let's just forget it. This is all in my head, of course. Um, (laughs) But then, you know, we get past it and I see how we've really grown and take a step back and and walk away if we need to or leave the house if we need to and, and come back and talk it out. Uh, so I do, I do think we're really growing a lot through this. And again, don't know how long this will go on for, but we're not putting a date on it or any time frame, just day by day. Um, Ember has had, you know, her ups and downs this year with school and it's been different for her not having her friends there. Well, her, 
her closest friends and uh this is her last year there and then moving on to something new still not sure what that is waiting to hear back from the schools we applied to um but that's that's stressful for her um so i'm looking into a play therapy group that um, some other people at her school recommended and no it's not like regular therapy it's play therapy which is very different and just kind of want to help give her some tools to navigate through the anxiety that she's starting to have. Um, but yeah, otherwise, overall, I can say I'm grateful. There, there's still a lot of things to overcome. Again, financially, there's a lot to catch up on. I'm grateful I've been able to make it this far um, because of my retirement, which no one ever wants to have to dip into that or use it. But hey, it's there and better now than, you know, never and God forbid. I never get to, (laughs) at least I get to enjoy it now or at least survive on it now. So I'm just looking at the positive, um, would still like to be able to do a lot more. And I think this new opportunity, if I really, really, you know, work it, um, will work wonders for me and really allow me to do whatever it is I want to do, um, and start my own thing and, and go further with this idea I have for a business and and whatnot that I've been working on and we'll just see what happens but I wanted to kind of segue into a completely different topic and I I mentioned it on my Instagram today but um, bullying is something that has been coming up this year often Um, and this weekend we talked about it again because there was a little incident nothing serious Um, I don't even know if I should use the term bullying for what happened. It's not, it wasn't, but it made me think of, of what I went through as a kid and teenager and just how Ember is so young and did experience a little bullying when she was four, two years ago. And that was crazy to me that kids that young are already starting the mean girl thing. And now, you know, she's six and, and experiencing some of that again. And I, and, by no means is Ember an angel and not guilty of probably saying things. Um, I'm not aware. No one's ever really said anything to me. I know she'll yell back if someone yells at her and someone calls her a name, she'll throw that name right back. Um, and, and we're trying to have them work it out. But as far as picking on someone for their clothing or the way they look, stuff like that. No, that as far as I am aware, she's never done. Um, and we do discuss that regularly on how to treat people and how she wants to be treated. And so she has been the target of that a little bit. And it has affected her in the last few weeks. And um, and and why I say it's not serious, not that it's not serious. I don't think it's malicious on the other person's part. Everything I'm seeing at this age right now is defense mechanisms, insecurity, competition all of that and I think what makes me sad is that these young girls and I'm sure boys too immediately go to looks or what people have and and it's just I always say gosh they're so young where are they learning this from but you know what years and years and years ago decades ago when I was her age I remember that happening to me um so it's not anything new and those of you out there who are veterans and veteran par- veteran parents, um, 
I'm sure could tell me this, but yeah, it's just really unfortunate. And I, I really want to kind of work through it now. And I know it's going to keep coming up in the future. And I just really want to try and give her the tools to navigate it because it's hard. It's really hard. And I think about what my mom and dad had to do for me when I was going through it. And it was horrible. Um, I had a medical condition that um, was just really hard to deal with in, gosh, I think it began in fifth grade and it was about a year or two. Um, and I've never, I've only a few people in my life who were in my life then, my friends who were around me then at that age, um, know. And for the, and then those who are new to my life or new or, or who I've met since then, I've only told some. Um, and now I don't think about it until all this happened. I don't think about it anymore. So it's like, it's happened to a different person. Um, so my newer friends don't even know. And if you're hearing this podcast, I'm surprised. Um, but when I was, I want to say nine or 10, 10, I think I began to lose my hair and it started out really small and I can clearly remember sitting in my class and I was very anxious. Um, I had transferred from a, uh, a school I had been going to, to another school. I forget why I knew everybody already. I did this a few times, um, throughout my school career. Um, same two schools. I would just go back and forth. One was private, one was public. And my mom and dad let me kind of decide what was working for me. But I decided, I think, to go back to the public elementary school because I'd be starting middle school the following year. And I wanted to just, you know, go with my friends and just get used to being there and have an easier transition into middle school. Um, that did not happen. <laughs> so I think the anxiety of it, I believe that's when my parents separated all it is and that's when all of these things happen and I would subconsciously just twirl my hair and twirl my hair and Ember does the same thing which triggers me and now I know why I mean it's obvious she's not doing what I did but she twirls her hair a lot but I would twirl and pull and twirl and pull and I was pulling it out and it started out very little um and I had a little spot at some point and I remember my mom seeing it and being like, what is that? And I was like, Oh, okay. And so, you know, that she would say, don't pull your hair. And that phrase would stay with me through probably through college. Cause I would just, and even now I will still subconsciously do it, but not to that degree. But, uh, my parents always be like, don't pull your hair, don't pull your hair. And I would just keep pulling and I just kept pulling and eventually over a few months my hair started coming out um, and eventually it was pretty much all gone and now being a 10 year old girl fifth grade middle school's coming up not not the best thing and um, it was just really, really hard. And I remember the day my mom had to just cut the remainder of my hair. I had had long hair, but it was just so patchy and whatever. And I was wearing, I had gotten special permission to wear baseball hats to school. Well, I mean, come on, you're the only one who's allowed to wear a hat to school and kids want to know why. There are those mean kids who just decided it would be funny to pull the hat off. And 
it's just, yeah, not a good memory. And like I said, now it feels like it happened to someone else and I don't ever talk about it. But it was also a time where I found my best friends and those who stuck by me. And, um, and I remember the kids who were kind, who I remember their first names and I, and I don't really remember who they like their name, their last names now, but they will always and forever stick out to me because they stuck their neck out at a time where it wasn't cool to be, you know, nice to someone maybe. And they were just kind and stepped in and told people to stop. And so those are the kids I remember. But I also remember the kids who were not kind and the kids who did pull my hair and do whatever, because eventually I had to go from wearing a hat because it was too distracting um, to a wig. Now, uh, way back when, when I was in school, (laughs) they don't look, they didn't look like they do now. Um, my dad still has my school photos. Oh my gosh. I guess that was fifth grade. I I still can't tell, but I think it was fifth or sixth grade, the end of fifth grade, but there are school photos of me because I think this all, this was all like one or two years total, the whole process from it falling out to growing back. But my dad has the school photos and I was going through his stuff a year or two ago and I found them and I remember I got angry and I'm like, why do you have these? It's like, these are horrible. They are horrible. It just brought back all these horrible memories. And he was like, it was just a time in your life and you can't erase that. So I didn't think we should get rid of them. And he's right. I mean, he really is. It just brought back things I didn't care to remember at that time. Um, and oh my God, oh my gosh, the, the wig was horrible, horrible. And you know, my mom, my mom was a single mom at that point, doing the best she could. And I can't even imagine how hard that was for her. And I, she and my grandmother were so, so good. Um, and just so caring throughout all of that. And, and my best friend at the time, who I haven't seen in probably 20 years, but we are friends on Facebook and she now lives up in Maryland. She was so kind and her family and my friends here who are like sisters to me, who I grew up with there, they were just all very protective of me. And so that, that was very special. Um, and I'm thinking about it and I'm like, really, this really only lasted, I think it was less than a year because a lot of it happened, you know, during the school year and then over the summer, my hair started growing back. And now when my hair came out, it was, my hair had been stick straight at the time. Um, I'd always had very straight hair. And uh, when it grew back, it grew back crazy curly, like crazy curly, like ringlets. Um, It does not look like that anymore. I have destroyed it, but it was beautiful. I, I didn't think so at the time, but everyone in middle school, the end of middle school and then into high school would like pull on it because it was just rings and rings of curls. Um, so that was interesting. And then I just remember, you know, fifth grade going into sixth grade and the doctor, my, I think my mom told me later on, the doctors had said it was alopecia. Now I have had friends who have alopecia. They lose typically eyebrows, eyelashes, everything. Mine was just on my head. And again, it was triggered from stress and me pulling it out. Like, I don't know, I don't know all the medical stuff with it, but something there. And I don't know if they were told it would ever grow back, but 
it did and then some um but the kids who knew me at the time it fell out i decided to leave i went to middle school public middle school for a few days i started sixth grade and i got jumped in the hallway by a few boys who had known me in fifth grade and decided they wanted to see if I had a wig on. And I don't believe at that point I did. I think my hair had grown back. It was short, really curly, but it had started it had, over the summer it had grown and it grew fast. Um, but they thought it would be funny and they wanted to see. And so they pulled my hair and cornered me. Um, and I can still feel that. And it's that, it, it, it's like, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was, it was horrible. And my mom took me to the principal's office. I remember I told her I was, you know, very upset. I was crying and we went and saw the principal and and the staff. And again, different time period. And I get that, but I don't know how different, I, I don't know. I hope it would be different today, but we were just told boys will be boys. And that was it. My mom looked at me and we were like, we're out of here. And I got put back into the private school I had been in um, which was very small, uh, Montessori field. I don't know how my mom paid for it. I really don't. I've never actually asked her. She had a job, but I know, you know, single mom, that was not easy. And I love my father and we have a great relationship now, but at that time he couldn't, they weren't together. He couldn't handle seeing me like that and had his own things he was dealing with. My parents were pretty young. So, um, it was a lot for her and she did a great job. And, um, I just, remember feeling very safe there and so I spent the next two or three years I, 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 it's really weird that I blocked something not weird but I blocked some things out and I'm trying to remember the time frame but I stayed in the private school for middle school and I believe I switched back to public middle school where I knew people um, the, in eighth grade because I wanted to be ready to go to high school so I figured, okay, we'll try this again. It's been a couple years. Hair's fully in and long and whatever. So I did that. Went to eighth grade. Still had to deal with some of these kids who I'd known since elementary school who just, you know, were obnoxious and would pull on my hair or whisper or ask if I was still wearing a wig. And, you know, I had to just get past that and deal with it. Um, and then I went to high school. And we were zoned for... Uh, my class, everyone I knew got split into two different high schools. And so I ended up going to the wealthier one. Um, and I wasn't even supposed to go to that high school. (laughs) We didn't, my mom and I lived further away. We were in Sunrise. The school was Coral Springs, but my mom worked up in Coral Springs and it was a better school than where I would have been going. So we used my friend's address, um, which a lot of kids did then. And we went there because I already knew everybody and we went I went to that high school and I remember being in class freshman year and these same guys um would pull on my hair now by this point it was longer it was like shoulder length like I said ringlets and ringlets of curls 
and they would just always think it was funny and pull on my hair in class and in the hallway and say stuff and whisper and tell people I had not known who didn't know me from elementary and middle school that I wore a wig and I'm like nope and I remember one day somewhere in school just flipping out <laughs> I think I I don't know if I was in class or lunch where I was but I remember just finally turning around screaming at them and pulling my hair really hard and saying no this is not a wig this is my hair probably called him an asshole I don't remember but that pretty much stopped it when I confronted it and stopped just ignoring and just addressed it and was like here you go there was nothing left for them to say um and I say this because Ember's only six and what she's handling right now is nothing like this and hopefully she never will have to um but I have told her that if people do make fun of her ever or pick on her for whatever reason, um, looks, hair, clothing, whatever it is, just, and I know this is easier said than done, and it took me three to three or four decades to get to this point where I don't care, um, but to just say, what's the point? Yeah, what's the point? What's your point? That's what it is. What's your point? Because you say that to somebody, and sometimes you catch them off guard, and they really, they don't know what their point is. They're just being jerks so I know she's six but she can say that <laughs> um so anyway yeah I I made it through high school I ended up accidentally being put in dance and I had danced prior but um never thought I would do it in high school and it ended up being my saving grace and I danced all through high school and college and I loved it and um when I went to college, it was really freeing because no one knew me and nobody knew that history. And I only told my closest friends. Um, and so, yeah, it was just good, but that I had a lot of triggers from that, like not wanting to go swimming for years and years and get my hair wet. Cause I couldn't get past that whole, like, oh my gosh, my wig might come off. Or it was just like, I knew that wasn't, that wasn't the case. And I wasn't wearing one, but it's so ingrained and then when your hair is growing in it was just all of these things all of these little traumas many traumas I had to get past and like I said some of them still hit me every now and then something will happen and I'll be like oh my gosh and it just hits me and I haven't thought about it for years and years but um it's been interesting it hit me last week and I think it's when some stuff started happening with Ember and I just I was by myself and all of this came flooding in and I it's when I decided I'm going to do a podcast and just you know talk about this openly and I just cried and cried um because it was just so hard and I don't even know and I know this has nothing to do with co-parenting but <laughs> it's still it's um parenting your children through things like this um, or co-parenting through things like this because her father and I do handle things a little differently uh, I think we do agree on this I mean we do tell Ember to defend herself if ever if anything ever got to that point and there wasn't anyone around to help most definitely I want her to be able to defend herself but we I come at it and so does he really um, to try and talk it through first calm down because she does get very heated easily and I understand that with some things and other kids get heated and you know conflict resolution and working on it um but with something like this um which was again way out of the norm you're wearing a wig in elementary school and have patches of hair and wearing hats and wearing wigs it's a lot to deal with at 10 years old and therapy and all that wasn't really a thing 
when I was in school. Like he, I think it was offered and, and was discussed with my mom. And I believe I was like, yeah, no, no thanks. And, and she didn't push it. Um, my faith was huge to me in church and my, in that family and, uh, my grandmother. And that really got, it, I, it did, it really got me through and, um, we'll be forever grateful and I miss her a lot, but I just think we as parents overall just have to do so much better with our kids and we don't have complete control on who they are when they're away from us. I mean, we all know that we were never I can't speak for everybody. And I was actually a really good kid, a quiet kid, probably because of this. I didn't really put myself out there because I was scared of getting hurt. But I um, still wasn't the same person around my friends that I was at home all the time. And so I don't always entirely blame the parents. Can't do that forever. But at this age, I just think if parents could communicate with each other more when their kids are having issues, it would be really helpful. And it would be helpful for the kids to see the parents come together. Um, none of that happened when I was a kid. I will be forever grateful to my one of my best friends here, who's really my sister. Um, her mom, who passed when I was 10. Um, and she was eight. No, she was nine. Um but she was there and during this time during that that period of time where I lost my hair for those you know that year or so and I remembered the neighbors her neighbors were um having kids over in their pool to swim and they came over my friend came back to her house and said you know so and so invited us over to swim and she looked really awkward and she said but they said, Mealy can't come. And I remember I was like, oh, and it was because they didn't know what was wrong with me, why I didn't have my hair, why I was wearing a wig, and what if it was contagious? What if what I had was contagious? They didn't want their kids to get whatever it was that I had. Well, my friend's mother lost her shit, and I love her for it, and I miss her too so, so much, but she immediately got her four kids and told them you are not none of you are swimming over there and they had their own pool she was like you can all come back here and swim here and um she went over there and gave them a piece of her mind <laughs> and I was just to this day I'm so grateful for her and again she passed away you know like a year later but um it was adults like that kids like that who really just stood up for me when I couldn't do it or when my mom was having a hard time because you know, again my mom oh my gosh you don't mess with someone's kid so I know my mom had plenty to say to people but there comes a point where you're just kind of exhausted and like I don't know what to do anymore and so to have her best friend do that for her as well like it was just really appreciated and I would do the same for Ember um and yeah, I just hope that I can help her because I'm sure a lot of my anxiety stems from that. And these are things I never really thought about. I did, I have over the last, you know, 15, 20 years, slowly, 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 as I get older, you know, why am I like this? Why did this happen? And then again, because I let a lot of this go, I'm, I am tracing a lot of it back to that moment. Um, I have told people I was close to, I've only had, I think, 
one guy I dated, maybe two, if I'm thinking correctly, who in a moment of being assholes threw it back at me in a nasty way. Um, so that also made me really think about who I tell this to, but now I'm telling everyone. So whatever, go ahead. Um, it was just stupid, immature, you know, comments, but, um, yeah, I, I, I really think so many of us have probably dealt with something traumatic, some kind of bullying situation, or maybe you were the bully and not anymore, but, and, and deal with that. And, um, one thing I can say, because a lot of us are still in each other's lives because of Facebook, even if we're not friends, uh, had our high school reunion uh, 10 years ago now. Wow. 10 years ago this year. And I um, put the high school reunion on. I planned the entire thing with a friend of mine. And we were the two people no one would ever have expected to plan a high school reunion. Hated high school wasn't popular, did not care really. I mean, I had friends and stuff, but it wasn't anything. I was happy to leave. I should say I was fine when it was over, um, but had a great time planning it. And it was an amazing reunion and everyone said it and they loved it. And when I was there, so, you know, we all reconnected on Facebook. It's people who I hadn't spoken to seen since then. Um, you know, some of these people who had bullied me, uh, at that time and, during the reunion, I remember one guy um, in particular who I'd known since like fourth grade who had been rude to me and, you know, just a jerk uh, throughout all those different years and up through high school about my hair and just to be like the cool guy, I guess. He came up to me um, and apologized. And I'll never forget it. I was standing in line to get a drink or something. <laughs> and I remember he just tapped me on the shoulder and, and, you know, complimented the event, whatever, and just said, hey, you know, I just want to say I'm sorry for everything. And that was it. And gave each other a hug. And I was like, we're good. Because um, it was so long ago. But it really, it did something. It, it was healing. And I didn't know I needed it. But Yes, I did, and um, I've always been very appreciative that he was able to do that. Uh, unfortunately, a couple of the other people, you know, didn't expect that from anyone else, but a couple of the others have not um, had such good luck in their lives and have had fallen on really hard times, and I don't wish anybody bad. Um, so I don't know, where I, again, where I'm going with that, but you just kind of have to... You don't have to, but I chose to kind of let it go a long time ago and move forward and forgive them on my own without even saying it to them because it's how I could move forward. Um, but him doing that was just huge because I, I didn't seek it out. I wasn't even thinking about it. I did always hold a grudge in the back of my head and every time I would hear about him or if I saw him out, it would hit me and I'd be so angry, but... Yeah, it was just um, pretty a pretty cool moment. I've had two of those in my life, and, and I'm very grateful for both. So uh, one was for another situation, but just, you know, I believe healings come when they're meant to come, and um, you can't always wait for the other person. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to say this on here because I know there are a lot of people dealing with different things. There's a lot of kids, teenagers, adults being bullied 
there are a lot of these people who are the bully and I'm just here to say you know whatever side you're on you've got to I don't know, man, figure out, figure it out, figure out a way to work it out, figure out a way to, to stop either to get help if it is happening to you or to get help if you are the one causing it and figure out why, because the person who apologized to me, um, I already knew because I'd known him pretty much my whole life. I already knew a lot of the things that were going on in his home and a lot of the things he had to deal with, lovely family, beautiful family, um, but a lot of stuff going on and he had to grow up pretty fast and take care of things in his home. Um, and maybe he was just lashing out from that. Not that it makes it right, but like I tell Ember sometimes when things are said to her, when I examine the whole situation, it doesn't make it right and no one should hurt you that way. But sometimes people hurt and, and cliche, 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 but true hurt people hurt people. And, um, so just, I'm grateful that she is a kid in this time, not because of social media. I wish she could have missed all that. There's a lot of things I wish she was not growing up with, but I am grateful that there is more openness with therapy, with getting help, with addressing different things. That's not as taboo. Um, I am frightened with the whole social media aspect because of how quickly things spread and, and how you can attack people so much faster. That frightens me and I'm going to try to keep her away from it for as long as I can. But taking the good with the bad and her father and I are doing the best we can and hopefully we will navigate this and can't spare her from everything. Not trying to, you know, life is life and you, and you roll with it and you learn from it. And I just hope we give her the tools, um, to deal with it a little more so than I was able to. Um, uh, and I also hope that I can help her the way my grandmother helped me and my mother. And I've started using some of those tools. Um, my faith was very important to me. It, was, it wasn't like a, just a Sunday thing. It was something that was daily in my life. And I don't know how to explain it. It was just kind of the whole basis, you know, just being kind and being helpful and, uh, and just trying to help people was not perfect. I was not perfect by any means either. But just always having that and, and my grandmother reinforcing that um, was always nice. And so I try to do that with Ember. And I have things that I read with her that my grandmother actually wrote for me and made a book for me and all these different really cool stories and she loves it and it really helps and I really and um so if I can do that for her and give her some little tools to just hold on to I'll, I'll be happy um but if any of you have suggestions or have similar stories they don't have to be as dramatic as mine or maybe they're more dramatic and um you know you dealt with something hard and how you got through it or what helped you um, or if you're dealing with it with your child now and, and what you're doing um, and again if, if you're dealing with your child who might be a bully or dealing with a child who's being bullied like how do you handle it and I don't necessarily believe that all kids the kids who are bullying I know people used to always say it's because their parents are teaching them that and their parents must be bullies yeah in some cases that is true and maybe they are treated like that at home, but that's not always the case. Um, so again, I try not to jump to conclusions with the parents because if Ember has a bad day and tells somebody off or does whatever, I can tell you right now, I'm not sitting over here telling her to do stuff like that or t when I, uh, you know, saying, hey, you just need to, you know, 
tell someone off and move on. That's not what's happening. So we have to give everyone some grace and try and figure out, you know, as much as we can and communication, communication, communication with our kids, with each other. I just really think that's the key for all of it. And, uh, yeah, I don't want to keep talking in circles here, but hopefully this has helped someone. And I can't believe I just put all of that out there. It's been years and years and years. And, um, I used to just tell people here and there, and I haven't told anyone in a long time because it really just hasn't come up. I think the last time I actually told somebody about it was Ember's father, (laughs) like seven years ago, eight years ago. Um, that's the last person. So, welcome now everyone knows who listens to this and I, I i do i hope it helps somebody but um i'm gonna go ahead and end this here and hopefully i'll hear from some of you if anybody wants to you know dm or message or you know write a comment and let me know what you think um i'd be grateful and if i can help in any way i have thought about speaking because i've actually i have spoken to kids in some smaller groups um, for people who did know and um, I've actually spoken to some of my friends kids who've had any kind of issue um, and I that is something I I enjoy because if I can help anyone through my experience I definitely definitely want to but um, all right all I will end it here I will try to be more consistent I am not promising because again things are crazy but as I get more into this new work that I'm doing, um, I think it'll be good and I'll have more time and I won't be as frantic, uh, running around. So I say that now, but, uh, keep your fingers crossed and I will be back. Have a wonderful rest of your week and a wonderful weekend. Bye.